0: Good evening, this is the Dr. Zeus Podcast, motherfuckers. As you can tell, I'm cursing more on the show. Okay, I'm tired of the news. I'm tired of being pumped full of fear. Today I had to go to town. I was not happy. I was really not happy. I wore a mask, I got dirty looks. But that was just at Chipotle. And a couple of other places. Um... Bought some supplies, you know, printing paper, essentials. Um, I was going to go buy something else, which I wouldn't really call an essential. It's just for pain management. Um, But I didn't. So here we are. Dr. Seuss podcast. As I said, I record these daily. Went for a walk. It was eh, kind of a draining day. I need a nap, but fuck it. So I figured let's talk about things that are artistic artistic not autistic but artistic there are a lot of great autistic artists yes today is vincent van gogh's birthday you know well you probably know him for what he did and his iconic paintings starry night um what's the other one um the sunflower, the field, yeah, you know, that's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about these people who, you know, that was how many years before the, never mind, we won't go there, I don't want to talk about current events, I'm tired of it, I'm tired of it, yeah. You know, sometimes I watch a movie and I misjudge it, okay, so about Seven years ago, when my niece was born, we, we were all sick. I remember wearing a mask, visiting her in the hospital when she was just born. So I couldn't go to the parties because my family, they liked to party um, to celebrate her birth. And she had many parties. Um, and so I remember staying home and watching Victor Victoria and Dr. Zhivago And at first, Dr. Zhivago was depressing. And I remember telling a friend of this, a friend and educator whom I really love dearly, who loves films just as much as I do. Maybe one day I'll have her on the show. Um, And I told her how depressing Dr. Zhivago was. And she said, well, that's Russian literature. It's a good movie. So years later, I'm rewatching it. And she was right, as she always is. It is a good movie. Omar Sharif, Julie Christie, who was the hot thing of her day. Uh, Facelift or not, I don't know. Geraldine Chaplin, Charlie Chaplin's lookalike daughter. Isn't that freaky? Um, Yeah, it's a long movie. I'm going to watch that, and then I'm going to watch Reds because I love that movie with Warren Beatty and and, uh, Diane Keaton, Jack Nicholson. Now that is a cast. If you could get me talking about films on this podcast, we'd be here till the cows are fucking, not coming home, but fucking, okay? Because they got to make that milk, baby. Oh, I know that's such an ungodly sight, but... It's the Doctor Zeus Podcast. Remember, Mr. Texas used to come on this show and I would let I would ask him a question. And out of everyone that's been on this show, he fucking tells me the truth. He doesn't sugarcoat it, bitches, okay? Speaking of sugarcoating, Madonna, you need to stop with these quarantine videos. It's just I mean, first she kissed Drake, wasn't poor Drake. He had to run to France that scared the shit out of him. You know, hooked up with a French chick, has a baby now. Hey, you know, talk about in my feelings. Um, I like Drake sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, okay, enough, enough. It's like Beyonce, same thing, enough, enough. Tool I could like all day. I love how some people when Fear Inoculum came out were like all, it's just not the same. I waited 13 years for this. And then there were those of us who were like, This is for all the people who didn't live to see this And I have a couple of friends that I can put on that list And my friend, if you're listening And he knows who I'm talking about My friend, I can say her name on here Because she's part of the spirit world now Her name was Amanda Brilliant Biggest Tool fan ever The fact that she died in 2008 I remember we were talking about 10,000 days I went and saw Tool. That was my first time seeing them. 10,000 Days Tour. You cut to 13 years later. I had to digest Fair Inoculum. I loved it immediately, but I had to digest it in portions. And then at first I wasn't, I wasn't big on the title song. But I'll tell you, seeing them in Fresno? Yes, that's where I saw them. Fres Yes, as Tool calls it. Gave me a new appreciation of the song Yeah And author and Punisher who opened for them But I digress You know I I know people who don't like Tarantino And I can understand why He can be a little repulsive visually himself But that's not the point This is where we don't judge someone based on their looks We judge them based on their brilliance this guy is fucking brilliant. I knew someone years ago who said to me, and she was teaching a film class, so I don't want to teach him. I said, here's why you have to. It's because he is relevant. Because he thinks like nobody else. He's got your Martin Scorsese in one hand. He's got your, um, Igmar Bergman in the other. He's, uh, he's got some Stanley Karubik mixed in with some Brian De Palma. And let's just throw a little, um, uh, uh, Ak- Ak- a Akira-, Akira Sara, I think that's how you say it, um, the Japanese director, in there, it's mixing this motherfucker around, and you have Django, and you have Kill Bill 1 and 2, which is really one movie, split in two, brilliant, and Glorious Bastards, you know, um, Hateful 8, Pulp Fiction, um, I almost said Goodfellas. I realize I know that's Martin Scorsese. We all have our moments. You know, I, I, I bring up Tarantino because, yeah, I wanted to be a filmmaker. I still do. I don't think it's too late. We live in a, a digital universe. You got to understand, the 2000s basically are a digital book. So you really don't have to go to film school anymore. You can just learn it as you go. That's my anticipation right here. So, I found some clips. My friend likes to throw these parties. And it's like Fight Club. We don't like to talk about it. We just party. And you dress up like Western style. So, I dress up a cold, as Doc Holiday. I'm your Huckleberry. You know? And it's as simple as that. And I filmed a mock shootout that we did. And I put, of course, Kill Bill's uh, Battle or Dishonor and something, that music. So it's, it's interesting to watch, okay? And we'll be back after these messages. I have to turn the tapes. And we're back on the Dr. Zeus podcast. It was a long break in between segments. I mean, no, well, episode, segment. Because this is not Martha Stewart fucking living. Although I do like Martha Stewart, and I know some people on the show would be shocked. I, uh, I do hold a subscription to her magazine, because I find her very fascinating. Um, when I first graduated from high school, I took a, a break. I didn't go to college right away. I was going to go in the fall of 1999. I know. Long time ago, huh? And I thought, no. So, my family agreed. And they said, okay, you know, we go in the beginning of 2000. So, that's what I did. So, I had all of this time where I just watched Martha Stewart living half the time. Um, so, what we're experiencing right now with the quarantine, um... Um yeah, it was kind of similar to 1999. I rarely left the house. I remember I watched the the Exorcist, oh God. <laughs> you know, I've been watching a lot of movies lately, but I don't here's the thing. I can't do the whole oh my God, I'm working from home. I'm let me binge no. Oh. First of all, I have to watch my blood sugar. I know, it's not a popular thing to talk about. And so I have to be outside, physically active, doing things. I am multitasking. I want one of those treadmills for with, that comes with the desk. Oh, I am not kidding you. I cannot sit down. I am not going to sit inside all day and watch pr- The Price is Fucking Right. More like The Price is Wrong. Um, the view, God. I've been watching a lot of stuff at night, and on the weekend. So, like, I watched The Seventh Seal, which was so good. Um, Dr. Chivago, Knives Out, which is really amazing. Really kind of funny thriller. and, you know, um, Westworld, that's a TV show. I'm only watching... You know, I tried to watch it the first time, and I was like, what the hell is this shit? I'm only watching now because I'm a big Aaron Paul fan. Jesse Pinkman from Breaking Bad is now on Westworld. Now, that's got to be a trip. It's got to be a trip right there. He went from this this character, you know, saying, yeah, bitch, all the time, and now, you know, he, he's got that RICO app. If you watch Westworld, you will see, okay? So I've immersed myself, you know, in, in, in uh, entertainment. I always have, I always, well, you know, especially during these crazy times, you know, that's what, that's what we do, you know, that's really, if you look at my movie list, Made a, a movie list. I should have added the color purple to it. I, that book is tough though. Here's the thing: the book is so much more graphic than the movie. You know Steven Spielberg was not going to put all that shit in that's in the book. If you've ever read The Color Purple, it is very good, but it's very dark. Okay? It's very. There's a lot of crazy shit going on in the book. And, but if um, I was mentioning to someone, a friend, about Auntie Mame, there's two Auntie Mames. There's the the Rosalind Russell version, which is really funny and very campy. And if you don't know what campy is, Google it. And then there's the Lucille Ball version, (laughs) which really shouldn't have happened because Angela Lansbury had done the musical on Broadway. But as the way things happen in Hollywood, I don't, if if she had done Mame and it had been successful, we wouldn't have a Murder, She Wrote. So you got to look at the way things kind of interact and interject, you know, timing. Because then after that, she did Broadway, you know, what's that one? That everyone likes with Johnny Depp. She wasn't in it because she originated on Broadway. Um, uh, what's it called? Um, Sweeney Toad. Sweeney Toad, but Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Those are some... And was she in the Pirates of Penzance. I think so. Probably. I don't know. I can't remember all of that shit, I try, you know, I try, um, you know, these days, who would have thought, Stephen King, probably one of the biggest novelists of our time, any time, is on Twitter, and he's on Twitter, and he's, oh my god, he's hilarious, but see, I'm not going to go into the politics, because then some of you going to go pissed at me. Oh my god, you fucking liberal. Here's the thing, okay? When people say that to me. First of all, I do know about all sides of the spectrum. Because the house that I grew up in, I had both sides, okay? So let me explain something to you. I'm not going to say which parent is which. I was growing up, the Republican Party would call the House, okay? And then the Democratic Party would call the House. So that kind of gives you an estimate, okay? So we would hear all of the ads. Now, I will say that the parent who was the Republican doesn't always, uh, d- doesn't even really follow the ideology, doesn't even agree f- and feels that the party is dead. That's their, their, those are their words. And, you know, you can argue with them all you want. And I'm going to say this, and I've said this time and time again, okay? You know, when people say, well, this and that. And my parents have always said, don't let people talk to you like that. I'm like, okay. You know? And yet, I have people who will call me up who remain nameless who tell me, oh my god, you're doing this wrong, oh you're so stupid, you're so, yeah, and then all they'd want to do is talk about themselves and their problems, and I've always want to say, there's this Alanis Morissette song called I'm Not the Doctor, I am not the doctor, but sometimes I'm thinking maybe I should have became a shrink, because you know, a lot of you tell me some really eerie shit and you open up to me and, hey, you know, I understand that I don't repeat it. You know, there is a form of confidentiality that I, you know, it's an unwritten thing for me. Um, but I understand it. But it's like, why do you tell me this shit? You know? And I'm sitting there thinking, God, if only I could charge them for this call, you know? Uh, Because at one point I thought about being a shrink. But then you have to take statistics, and I'm not very good at math. Yeah, so there we go. I mean, here's the thing: a lot. I I have a few friends who hate this show, Frasier, and then some who love it. I actually liked Frasier because I kind of related to it. I thought, oh my god, I want to talk radio where I just analyze people all day. You know, sir, you have problems. What do you mean I have problems? No, you scratch your butt all day. You sniff it. Yeah? That's what a dog does. oh Yeah. So, I don't know. Is there a point? And I'm going to say that because... Was it No it wasn't 25 years ago Yeah it was 25 years ago My god 26 years ago 26 years ago we lost Bill Hicks And I learned about Bill Hicks Listening to Tool's Third Eye Because he's at the Beginning of the song And then he's in the artwork too and I watched a documentary on him and that was fascinating. Oh my God. If Bill Hicks were alive today, he would get a kick out of this shit. What do you mean I gotta wear a mask? Just to go through the drive-thru? What the fuck? Yeah. I mean, I was debating earlier. I went to Walmart. Not <laughs> my favorite place. And I wore gloves and a mask. I went other places and got weird looks, whatever, fuck you, and then I see people without the mask, I'm thinking, (laughs) haha, amateurs, um, I bought some paper, printing paper, I left it in the truck, though, in the truck bed, so, yeah, if it gets soggy, it's like, fuck it, I ain't trying to catch nothing, some people would say, oh my god, you're so fucking nuts, You, you know, it's transmitted only, all right, before you send me that shit let me explain something I am the child of a scientist a scientist and people but 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 see you you're overreacting I am the child of a scientist oh but you don't fucking I am the child of a scientist so shut the fuck up that's always my get out of jail free card right there because my father taught me some crazy shit most kids You know when they're gonna talk to you about the birds and the bees they they sit down and very nervously talk about my father has no filter never has never will maybe that's why i have a little no filter and he just said hey like one day the dogs were doing something and he said well they're having they're making a baby and i went oh they look like they're killing each other. Oh no, they're, they're that's called sex. And I went, oh, what? And then they try to explain it to me more, and I was like, oh okay. And yeah, I mean he's like that all the time because he, my um, one time we were outside and my nephew saw the animals humping, and he said, oh they're just trying to have sex. I'm like, oh my god, who told you that? Yeah. I come from a family of eccentrics. We are all weird. Very, very smart, but weird. You know, if you saw my room right now, you'd be like, oh my god, how do you function? My father used to call it my nest. I'm like a bird. I'm nesting right now. I'm not going to have a baby because I'm a man. You can't picture that, can you? I can't either. But yeah. So everything has a point, my friends. Especially the Dr. Zeus podcast. You know, um, I'm aware that you all are listening. And I'm aware of this platform. And I remember when all of this shit was going down. Okay? Friday the 13th, I knew. I knew we weren't coming back that day. I knew. I kept having visions of The Shining. And I'm thinking, oh my god, this is like, I feel like an extra in the shiny. Or no, not the shiny, the stand. I feel like an extra in the stand. And every time I'm doing something, I'm like, oh, this is like the stand. And then we all say our goodbyes, and all the while I'm thinking, we're not coming back. And I was right, we didn't go back. So yeah. It was just a weird feeling I got. I remember I went and bought some overpriced pistachio. Pistachios and some spinach because I love spinach. I should have bought more canned goods like tuna. <laughs> I do love tuna. You know, um, I like tuna, not P. Isadora tuna, but I like tuna, okay? Not um, Sarah Jessica Parker, I'm in Sex in the City tuna. No, no, I like tuna, fish from the can, not from that, okay? Get that, get that nasty thought through your heads all the time. You know, oh my god, he likes tuna. No, uh, I'm not sure it's so. can Okay, get your heads out the gutter. As if... Yeah. Um, oh my god, it feels like Wednesday already. Today was a weird day. That's all I'm going to say. People expecting this and expecting that. No. I'm not the cat in the motherfucking hat. Are you kidding me? No. So as always. I feel like I should just talk more, you know. My listeners are like, I listen to this shit all the way to work. You're funny. You're kind of weird, though. Oh, well, yeah. That's the biggest compliment I get, is you're kind of weird. Yeah. People in my family have said that to me, and I said, well, yeah, you're weird, too. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so the apples don't fall too far from the tree, you know? Crazy apples. (laughs) All right. Unpleasant dreams. Good night, bitches.